where we are in the following is another kxpn sports presentation kxpn sports presents high school basketball offensive rebound palmer won't go offensive rebound hadwiger and they'll kick it out back inside the shockey bounce pass hadwiger wide open and it's good Today, it's the finals of the Amherst Holiday Tournament featuring Carney Catholic, Ogallala, North Platte St. Pat's, and the host Broncos. High School Basketball in ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. A little zone trap. Stars take extra time. Get across the timeline. Gross cry to the right corner. What a pass to the cutter. O'Brien, right block, lays it up and in. That is finding a seam where there wasn't much of one. The final day of 2018 brings us some great matchup and state-rated teams, all looking to finish the year on a winning note. It's the Amherst Holiday Tournament coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Amherst with ESPN Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to Amherst for continuing coverage of the 2018 Amherst Holiday Basketball Tournament with our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along with us on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. First game of the day is in the books. The Kearney Catholic girls pull away in the second half to down Amherst, 63-37. Coach Rick Petrie's 500th career victory. The Stars balanced again, but freshman Liv Norrie led the way with 15 points. Liza Treadle with 12 and Olivia Misik with 10 while Jaden Shockey led the way for Amherst with uh, Sydney Province and Tenley Hadwiger each getting seven. Here in the boys' game, a couple of teams that are uh, vastly different, especially record-wise than what we have seen the last few years. Amherst coming in at just one and seven, although they are averaging 50-plus points a game. North Platte St. Pat's is four and five on the season. Amherst actually won the holiday tournament last year, but a lot of new faces on this year's squad. We'll give you a look at the starting lineups on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. At Stockman's Bar and Grill in Amherst, enjoy daily lunch specials. Plus, don't miss Friday and Saturday nights where Stockman's features their prime rib special, which includes a baked potato and salad bar, too. Stockman's Bar and Grill, Amherst. Good luck, Bronco. Five stations. Boom 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. The starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For the Irish of St. Pat's, they'll go with number 13, 5'10", senior Tyler Ferguson. Number 23, 6'1", senior James Roberts. Number 31, 5'10", senior Nick Neeson. Number 33, 6'0", junior Charles Hoftenkamp. And number 41, a 6'2", sophomore Alex Davies. 
The head coach of the Irish is William O'Malley, assisted by Brendan Lines, Johnny Jory Torres, and John McClellan at four and five. For Amherst, number two is a six-foot sophomore, Kalen Rohde. Number five, six-two junior, Josh Elo. Number 14, 5'10", senior Jared Ivey. Number 20, 6'1", sophomore Tanner Thompson. And number 23, 6'0", junior Dominic Esperson. The head coach is Eric Rippon, assisted by Les Adelung, Larry Lichty, Jaden Ford, and Jordan Cox, coming in at 1-7. And, and those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer near you. The home white and red trim for Amherst, the traveling green with gold to trim and numerals for St. Pat's. Both teams a little different starting lineup than what we had on Saturday. We'll talk about it in a moment. First, the ball is in the air, and the opening tap is going to be traced down and tracked down here by North Platte St. Pat's. James Roberts will have the basketball. Amherst is going to come out and play man-to-man defense here. They'll get it to Roberts, who was their leading scorer Saturday with 17. Up and under move from 8. Hit the front of the rim. No good. And Esperson will bring down the rebound here for Amherst. He'll push the ball up the front of the middle of the floor and also run into a man-to-man defense. Into the corner, Thompson. Back to the cutter. Rohde gets it to Esperson. And Esperson lays it up. And Rohde will finish it. That is Kaitlin Rohde in there, and Amherst will take the lead by a score of 2 to nothing. So Amherst is going to go with Josh Elo in place of Colton Vavra as a starter, while the Irish are without 5'11 junior Dolan Branch, who is gone because their family planned vacation as they get it down to Oftenkamp, and Oftenkamp will lay it up and in and tie the ball game at 2. One of the reasons, you know, you schedule a little vacation or Christmas, and next thing you know you get the weather, and it pushes back your holiday tournament, and, so Branch, who played well on Saturday, has been a good player for the Irish, is out, and Tyler Ferguson gets his start in place. Ivy out to Rohde for the three. It's too strong. Rebound comes down to Roberts. Roberts looks down the floor, nowhere to go, so he'll bring it up himself all the way to the right side of the key and then kick it back out to the trailer in Nick Neeson. Pretty balanced attack, as we have talked about already from the Irish boys, and we saw that on Saturday as they almost upset Carney Catholic. Roberts, top of the circle, kicks it over on the left wing. Ferguson tries the three. It's off the mark, no good. And the rebound will be grabbed by Tanner Thompson. Thompson got off to a good start the other night as they up ahead to Elo. Elo puts it up. It hits the rim, no good. Nick Neeson will grab the rebound. Outlet pass, Often Camp. He'll drive in on Rohde. Spins off the rim, no good. Neeson grabs another rebound, and we have got a whistle at our first foul of the game. Chase Doolin and crew taking care of the officiating here as the foul is on Rohde of Amherst, and two free throws coming up for Neeson. For St. Pat's, four and five. After that loss to a Kearney Catholic, they've also lost to Ogallala. The free throw is good. Also for St. Pat's this year, they fall into Broken Bow, who has the one loss. Hershey, Gothenburg, second free throw on the way, and it is good. So Neeson hits them both, and St. Pat's now has grabbed the lead at 4-2. Two Two minutes gone here in the first quarter of our boys' consolation game. Esperson brings it to the high post, leaves it off on the right wing for Rohde. He'll attack, left-hand triple, switches hands, has to scoop it up in traffic, it's no good. Roberts will pull down the rebound. He tries to avoid the steal and finds Neeson, who brings it to the top of the circle. Looks for the screen and gives it off to Roberts on the right side of the key. Back up top to Oftenkamp. And Charles, who not... Comfortable out there at the top of the key. He's trying to find some room in the paint. So they'll swing it over to Roberts. Roberts, one dribble back up top. They'll reverse it here with Alex Davies to Ferguson. Trying to establish an inside presence. Nothing there. So a three-pointer up and in by Nick Neeson. 
And the first three of the game, and seven in a row now for St. Pat's. They are up 7-2, 5.20 to go in the first quarter. Pass goes through Elo's hands. Amherst first turnover, but then a carry as North Platte St. Pat's tried to hustle it up the floor. So the teams exchange turnovers, the first four each, to begin the ball game. The championship games will be next. North Platte St. Pat's and Ogallala in the girls, and then Ogallala and Kearney Catholic in the boys. The first time that both Ogallala teams have been in the championship since coming to the holiday tournament. Ball up top. Dribble for Ivy. Jump stop to the right block. Puts it up. Has it blocked out of bounds there. Getting a hand on it is going to be Tyler Ferguson. And so Amherst will throw it in underneath their own hoop. Again, Amherst beat Kearney Catholic 37-30 in last year's championship. On the inbound, they go right underneath the hoop and find Tanner Thompson. He'll flip it up with the offhand. Use the glass and score, 7-4. Amherst down by 3, 5.05 to go here in the first quarter. The clock is not running. They'll kick it out for a 3, and Neeson will knock it down. Back-to-back 3s, 10-4 the score. Clock still has not ran, and we get a personal foul, and that will take uh, care of that. 23 committing the foul for North Platte St. Pat's, James Roberts. First foul of the game. And now the Broncos will throw it in. Kick it over to the left wing. Three for Elo, and it skips out no good. Rebound brought down by Neeson, who has eight of the ten points. Outlet pass. Hofton Camp, he beat everybody back and lays it over the front of the rim and in. And now the Irish are up and at him. 12-4, an eight-point lead. As Amherst, who wants to run, We'll try to keep pace and take a three with Thompson on the left wing, but it's off the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Roberts. Outlet pass nearly stolen away, but Rody couldn't get it. Then Oftenkamp runs over the defender, shoots it. The ball goes out of bounds. They're going to keep it with North Platte St. Pat's. 12-4, to 4.36 to go here in quarter number one. Neeson looking to get it underneath the hoop. Roberts is there. Ivy tries to push him out of there. Roberts has to force it up, but he scored. Once you get that ball inbounded five feet from the hoop, it's hard to deny the shot. 14-4 now, North Platte, St. Pat's. Amherst got rolled right out of the gate by Ogallala the other night. They don't want that to happen here. And here's Camp blocking the shot of Thompson underneath. They're on the run again, and then a reach-in foul on Kalen Rohde. And that'll be his second. And let's see what Coach Rippon and his assistant coaches want to do here. They do not want to be behind the eight ball big-time after one quarter again like they were on Saturday night. And the first free throw coming up here for Tyler Ferguson. On the way, and it is going to be out. No good. Amherst was down 26-6 to after one against Ogallala on a Saturday evening. And the second free throw coming up here. Ferguson takes a couple of dribbles. Spins it, fires, and hits. Tyler Ferguson makes it 15-4. St. Pat's up by 11. Still 4-10 to go here in the first quarter. Into the ball game, Daniel Rischel. He'll drive the lane, put up the runner from 7, and it hits the iron no good. The Irish have also made a couple of changes. Patrick O'Neill is in. He'll get the rebound up ahead to Oftenkamp. Back to the trail, Nissen. And for Nissen, he didn't want the 3 that time. Back to Oftenkamp. Up and under move, but he walked. Travel going to be called here on St. Pat's. Their second turnover. Ferguson, O'Neill, Corby Condon, Oftenkamp, and Neeson are the five on the floor for the Irish. And now here comes Amherst, Josh Elo, Thompson, 
Esperson, Rischel, and Ivy. Open three, Elo. They were hoping after a good game Saturday that he would light it up here, but he's missed his second three, and the rebound brought down by Corby Condon. A long three by Neeson, and it is good. He's hit his third three, and we've got a timeout on the floor by Amherst with 3.30 remaining in the first quarter of play. It is North Platte St. Pat's 18, Amherst 4. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be at the top of your mind right now, but if you want the first pick of the 2019 inventory or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine. Special financing, low payments, and a huge new and used boat selection, along with a friendly staff, make Buzz's Marine your best stop for family boating. Visit buzzesmarine.com for the ultimate boat shopping experience or stop by their showrooms at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney. Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Amherst. As always, a big thank you to Athletic Director Ron Emmons and the crew here for their hospitality with basketball on the final day of 2018. And Amherst, with the timeout, will give it to Esperson. He drives right down the middle of the lane, but his layup rolls off the rim no good. And the rebound brought down by O'Neill, and here come the Irish. Into the front court, Condon. He'll try a left-handed three and bury it. That is four consecutive three-pointers. Made here in the first quarter by North Platte St. Pat's, and they are up 21-4, to and that was a little bit of what really hurt Amherst against Ogallala. Ogallala strung together six consecutive threes from the end of the first to the start of the second. Jared Ivey with it. Dribbling, looking for help. Gives it to Rischel. Rischel into the middle of that five-man zone. Nothing inside. There's just not a lot of height for Amherst. They want to get the ball inside. They haven't hit from the outside. Rischel up top to Esperson. Trying to get it down to Thompson. Back up top to Rischel. And lobbing it inside. The ball is turned over. Second turnover Amherst. And then St. Pat's trying to go too quick. Overthrow Roberts. And out of bounds it goes. Here comes Colton Vavre into the game now for Rischel for Amherst. Two and a half to go here in the first quarter. 21-4. to four. The Broncos are trailing. And Esperson going to try the same thing he did coming out of the timeout. Just attack that zone and often camp. Couldn't get squared up, and he is going to be calling for the blocking foul. That'll be his first, second team foul here on the Irish. And it will be Elo to throw it in underneath the hoop here for Amherst. Lob it all the way up top to Vavra. Takes it to the right wing, back up top to Ivy. Over to Thompson. Thompson, left side of the key, wraps it inside to Vavra. Back out top, 16-foot jumper is up, and it is in for Elo. Finally, Amherst gets some more points on the board here, and they are down 21-6 to against the Irish of St. Pat's with two minutes remaining in the first quarter up top O'Neill. Not a lot of movement here for the Irish. Finally, Often can't gets it to Nice, an open three. Can't let him have it. He's been burying him. He didn't, but then he gets his own rebound, puts the rebound back up, and no good. Elo will grab the rebound here for Amherst. 
Broncos bring it into the front court. Skip pass all the way over to Ivy. He's got an open look at a three. He releases it, and it'll be short. 0 of 5 from three-point land. Scramble for the rebound. The Irish are fouling Colton Vavra. And finally, the ball gets kicked loose, and Elo will pick it up to Thompson. Ball fake into the paint, and Roberts is going to be called for the reach-in foul. That'll be his second and the team's third. The Irish are packing it in until Amherst proves that they can shoot it from the outside. And so far that hasn't happened. And the Broncos want to get it inside. And about every time there's four Irish collapsing on the ball. Inbounds pass, lob it to Thompson. Turnaround jumper off the glass from eight is too strong, no good. The rebound brought down by Nick Neeson, who's off to a great start. He's got 11 points and four boards. Over to Condon. He'll try the three, and he gets his second three. Five three-pointers here in the first quarter for North Platte St. Pat's. 24-6 to the score. Ivy gets it into the paint. He overshoots his intended teammate in Vavra, and then we get a foul to go along with it after the turnover. Colton trying to scrap and get the basketball, his first personal foul. Rhodey's on the bench with two early fouls here for the Amherst Broncos, and we're down to a minute to go here in the opening stance of the boys' consolation game at the Bronco Holiday Tournament. Top of the circle with it is O'Neal. Swings it over to Neeson. Nick holds the ball, decides to drive the baseline. Nearly stepped out of bounds, has to go to the far corner. Ferguson for three. It's no good this time, and the rebound brought down by Jared Ivey. Ivey up ahead to Eli. Josh stops the top of the circle over in the left-hand corner. Vavra wide open. Nobody on him, and he gives it right back over to Thompson. Up top, Ivy. Ivy tries to get it inside to Vavra. Vavra does get the ball. Short jumper will not go in, and the rebound brought down to Patrick O'Neill. Down to 20 seconds to go. Neeson gives it off to Ferguson. Back up top for a three-pointer. Condon got it. My goodness. 27 to 6, five seconds to go. They'll get it up to Ivy. Ivy attacks the basket. He will get a shot at the horn, but it will not go. And that is the end of the first quarter of play where North Platte St. Pat's hits six three pointers and they lead Amherst 27 to 6 here on ESPN Radio. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your channel seat dealer and welcome back to the carney towing and repair broadcast booth here on espn radio kxpn carney and platriverpreps.com our internet streaming brought to you by barney insurance amherst throws it away on the inbounds pass and the irish will get a layup here for tyler ferguson 
and that makes it 29-6, and you know that will not set well over on the Bronco bench when you set something up and you can't even get it inbounded. So Rody now will bring it down to the post. Back up top, they'll go Elo to Ivy. Overload on the right side. He'll give it to Rody. Rody into the corner. Thompson. Good defense here by the Irish. Combined by some cold shooting here for Amherst. Not cold shooting for the Irish. They were 6 of 9 from three-point land as Neeson knocks the ball away. Able to get it back is Ivy. And then kick it out to Elo. And finally a three-pointer finds the match on this side of the floor for Amherst. One of six. And it's 29 to 9. Neeson will bring it across the timeline here. 11 points for Neeson, and then Condon hit three threes. He's got nine for the Irish after the first quarter. Ferguson just holding the ball, so even without starter Dolan Branch today, they are in good shape. Overload left side here for the Irish. Ferguson picks up the basketball to Neeson. He'll try another long three. That one will not fall. Rebound going to be won this time by Davies underneath, and then he missed the gimme putback. He fought so hard to get the rebound, and it comes all the way out to Tanner Thompson, who grabs his third board. He's able to find Esperson cutting to the hoop, and Dominic will lay it up and in, and we get a timeout called here by Coach O'Malley. Upset about the way that transpired, despite being up 18, 6.30 to go here in the second quarter of play. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with the score, North Platte St. Pat's 29, Amherst 11. Husker football left you scratching your head. The Big Rack Shack and Carney can't help you with that, but they can help you with all your powder coating needs. With the area's largest powder coating oven, they can powder, well, just about anything. Whether it's automotive parts, lawn furniture, railings, ag equipment, they do it all. Give the Big Rack Shack a call today, 308-234-4464 for all your powder coat needs. Glad to have you back with us. Don't forget that we have Nebraska women's basketball going on. We'll give you an update here as we get close to halftime. As we come out of the timeout, St. Pat's with the basketball in control, 29-11, to 11, but Amherst got back-to-back buckets there. And Coach O'Malley didn't like the way that it transpired. Gets it to Davies. Davies down the middle of the lane, kicks it off to Often Camp, tries to make some room. And a blocking foul going to be called on Rody when it looked like he used his hand to shove off, and Amherst not happy about that. That is going to be the third foul as well on Kalen Rody. And so Daniel Rischel will check into the ball game. So St. Pat's catches a little bit of a break there as Roberts will throw it in on the baseline. Off the screen, they'll get it into the corner to Ferguson. Amherst is ready. Back up top, Camp dribbles into the paint, and he took too many steps. Fourth turnover for the Irish. Amherst has three. Earlier this morning, the girls' consolation game goes to Kearney Catholic, 63-37 to over Amherst. And that was Coach Rick Petrie's 500th win as Neeson picks the pass off. It's one-on-one the other way. He got fouled. He throws it up. It won't go, but the foul is going to be called on Dominic Esperson. His first and the team's fifth. This will actually be called before the shot, so the Irish will throw it in underneath their own hoop. Neeson tries to go back door, and Elo is there to tap it away from Often Camp, so they'll try it again, just switch sides of the hoop. Irish girls are playing Ogallala next in the championship. Lob in 
comes to Davies. He'll make a strong move to the hoop, but it hit the front of the rim again with the one-hand runner. And the rebound brought down by Tanner Thompson as they want to run on the Amherst side. And we got a shot and a foul and a bucket somehow goes in. St. Pat's thought maybe he took an extra step. And the foul is going to be called on Charles Oftenkamp. That'll be his second. Team's fourth. And they tried to get a sub in. But first, the free throw is going to come up. The official actually got the ball to the shooter, Josh Elo, a little too quick. That's on the official that time. The free throw is no good, and the rebound brought down by Oftenkamp. So Oftenkamp has to be careful he doesn't get a cheap third one because St. Pat's was subbing in time. Ball between the circles here. Roberts will kick it over to Neeson. Neeson holds the ball and now dribbles it back out between the circles. Irish trying to get a little more. Work inside. They were shooting a ton of threes. Now they're trying to work it inside to Often Camp over to Davies, right baseline. Trying to stay matched up here in the man-to-man are the Amherst Broncos as we're down to 5-10 to go in the second quarter. 29-13 already. The Irish are up. Neeson with it. Long, long possession. So when you're not firing up the three, you're able to slow things down here. Neeson with a basketball. Over to Ferguson, thought about taking the three, and now the pass up top deflected away by Esperson. Good job here by the Amherst defense, and Roberts just finally decides to drive, but took two, one too many steps again and a walk. Now into the ball game, Corby Condon and Patrick O'Neill for North Platte St. Pat's, and Derek John will check in for Amherst. So Amherst has slowed down the Irish here, limiting them to just two points in the first three-plus minutes of the quarter after giving up 27 in the first quarter, but now they've got to find a way to get their offense going. Lob it inside. Nobody's there, but it had somehow found its way to John, and he'll keep it alive inside Ivy. He'll force the jumper no good. Neeson got the rebound, and a foul is going to be called on John. Rischel thought it was on him, but it was not on him. So that will be the first foul on Derek John. Sixth team foul, so no bonus yet. And here come the Irish. 29-13, 4.20 to go in the second quarter of play. Neeson, five-second count on. Everybody's above the free-throw line. High one, four, ball deflected away. Run down there by Condon. Things have gotten sloppy now for the Irish as they've tried to become more disciplined on offense. And another foul called here on Amherst. And John gets his second. Now we have a one-and-one coming up for Corby Condon, who drained three threes in the first quarter of play. Three of the six. The other three went to Nick Neeson. Charles Oftenkamp will come in for Alex Davies. Don't forget the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up. We'll have all the stats for you and recap game one and what's still to come. Free throw is good by Condon. Second free throw now for the 5'11 sophomore of the Irish. And the lefty strokes this one up. No good. Rebound grab by Josh Elo. His second. He'll give it off to Esperson, and Dominic brings it into the front court. Back to Elo getting the start today for Coach Rippon. The junior gives it back to Ivy, to Daniel Rischel. Top of the circle over to John. Underneath, Ivy's open. It got there a little late, and now he's forced to change the direction of his shot. It won't go in the rebound. Brought down by Patrick O'Neill. That is his fourth. The Irish are controlling the boards. They come down and throw up an off-balance jumper. No good. Rebound brought down by Elo. And an over-the-back foul going to be called here on the Irish. And James Roberts just got his third. 
So he has three for St. Pat's. Rohde has three for Amherst and are on the bench now with 3.37 to go here in the second quarter. But Amherst has been stuck on 13 now for a couple of minutes after getting a good start offensively here to the quarter. And the ball deflected away by Ferguson. A Amherst turnover. And they'll run the floor into the right-hand corner. Ferguson. Looks like he got rid of the rec specs that he had on. Underneath, they'll get the ball for a short jumper. O'Neal, good job on the defense by Thompson. Shot won't go, and we've got a foul on the rebound on O'Neal. His first, team's sixth. So for all that offense that we had in the first quarter by St. Pat's, it has just like a shotgun blast to the basketball. Nothing here in the quarter. Three points for St. Pat's, and it's been about two and a half minutes since Amherst has scored. Elo tries to change that, and he does with a 17-foot jumper off the left elbow. He's got seven of the team's nine points in this quarter, 30-15. to 15. So it might be a long, long way home, but Amherst slowly is scratching back down by 21 and now 15, and now we got an illegal screen. Everybody was yelling for that one. Nick Neeson came through there and set the illegal pick. That'll be his first foul. And Amherst will get the basketball. They need to keep it going here. Get back into this game by halftime. Esperson, left-hand corner to Thompson. Tried to get it to Elo, but it's forced, and stealing it away will be Often Camp. Often Camp brings it up, and he runs over a defender, and they're going to get a charge on him. The charging foul on Often Camp, and that is his third. And the Amherst player moved, but Often Camp lowered his shoulder, and that is a 50-50 call. If Often Camp had not lowered his shoulder, he probably would have got the blocking call, but he lowered his shoulder, and he ran over the Amherst defender, and that's exactly what the official is saying to the coach. Don't lower your shoulder. This isn't football. 30-15 to 15 Amherst. So it's starting to get touch chippy. Rischel down to the left block to Elo. Spin move into the triple team. And another foul going to be called on the Irish. So Amherst had a ton of fouls early, and now the Irish catching up. And that'll be Nick Neeson with his second. And a one-and-one coming up for Josh Elo. He missed the only free-throw attempt that Amherst has had here in the basketball game. Front end of the one-and-one, in. 30-16. Second free-throw now. On the way, and that one's right through there. 11 points in the quarter here for Josh Elo, and that's about everything that... uh, Amherst has. He's got 13 of their 17 points. Or let's read. He's got uh, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. He's got 11 of their 17 points. So it's 30-17. to St. Pat's leads it by 13. Two minutes to go before halftime. O'Neal up top. This half-court offense is not working for the Irish. They get it into Davies. He steps through, and he's fouled. So one and one now for the Irish. Irish are trying so hard to get away from the three-pointers. They have only attempted one in the quarter after putting up nine in the first quarter. And the foul on Josh Elo will be his first. And the front end of the one-and-one is no good by Alex Davies. And the rebound is grabbed by Amherst, John, and Elo. Up the floor with it. Over on the left wing to Esperson. Ball kicked. 
So it's more like a practice right now, to, to be honest with you. Both teams know what the other team wants to do, and neither team can execute offensively in the half court. Thompson will try a three. He got it all net. Tanner Thompson with his second bucket of the ball game. The 21-point lead is down to 10, and the Amherst fans making a little bit of noise here. They should make a little more. It's the final day of 2018 with 90 seconds to go before halftime. They cleared out for Neeson one-on-one, and Elo can't handle him. He grabs him. And Josh getting his second personal foul. Team fouls now even at nine. Hardly had anything in the first quarter, and now... Things have changed because they've become more of a half-court set. It had been up and down the floor in the first quarter. So Nick Neeson, 2 of 2 at the line, 11 points. The front end of the 1-1 one one is good. He's 3 of 3 at the line, and he's got three threes to go along with it. But only four points in this second quarter for the Irish after putting up 27 in the opening stanza. Second free throw for Neeson. And it's on the way, and good. 13 points for Nick. 32-20, North Platte St. Pat's, a minute 20 to go here in the first half. We will be talking with Amherst girls coach Nathan Dietz at halftime as Rischel fires the three, won't go, but a backside rebound. Thompson got the long carom, skips it over to Esperson, back up top, Elo, he'll try the three, it won't go. Offensive rebound, John, back up and he's fouled. Iris thought that maybe he went over the top to get that rebound, but Derek John will go to the line to shoot two. 101 remaining in the quarter, and Alex Davies, they say that is his second foul. And the 10th team foul, and the free throw, no good for Derek John. John, one of just three seniors on this entire roster. We talked about the huge overhaul off last year's tournament team that won it. Second free throw, no good. And the rebound brought down by O'Neal, his fifth. Under a minute to go here in the first half. St. Pat's was up 27 to 6. Now it's 32 to 20. Top of the key with it is O'Neill. Switches it over to Neeson. He's in need of a shot, and his 15-footer is good. Good, pure shooter. Nick Neeson has shown that in both tournament games here in Amherst. 34 to 20. So four in a row here now for the Irish. Rischel up top of the circle, swings it left side. Esperson trying to take Neeson to the hoop. Runner on the baseline, came up short, no good. Rebound is tipped out of the hands of the Irish. Ferguson had it, headed the other way, lost it, now driving in Elo, can't get the shot to go, rebound to O'Neal again, and now we're down to 20 seconds to go, Neeson front court, he'll get it to Condon, back to Neeson the trailer, he's between the circles with 15 seconds, Condon on the left side of the key, off the screen up top to Davies, swings it right side, Neeson wide open, three, and he got it, fourth three of the game for Neeson, Amherst with four seconds to go, Esperson will get it away from half court, and it's off the heel, no good. But Amherst was able to cut it from 21 down to 10, only to see the Irish score the final seven points of the first half. And at halftime, it's North Platte St. Pat's 37, Amherst 20 here on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, you'll find a sales team you can trust, along with a great selection of vehicles to navigate the winter roads in Nebraska. 
Plus, easy financing options are available pending credit approval. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today at their state-of-the-art facility. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, for sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team, or go online anytime at FriesenFord.com. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. And welcome back to Amherst. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business and residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. At the half, it is North Platte St. Pat's 37 and Amherst 20 in the boys' consolation game of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. We've got two championship games still to come. The Ogallala and St. Pat's girls will meet at 2 o'clock. The only loss the two have is St. Pat's beat Ogallala earlier this month, and St. Pat's is undefeated. That's Ogallala's only loss. And then the boys' championship back here on ESPN at 3.30, a battle of unbeatens, Kearney Catholic and Ogallala. Well, in our first game today, the Kearney Catholic girls used a big, Start to the third quarter to pull away for a 63-37 win over Amherst. We got a chance to talk with the Stars coach Rick Petrie after his 500th win in the postgame. Now Coach Nathan Deese of the Broncos uh, is joining us here. And Coach, uh, I just I told you and, and Coach Hemmen after the game, and we were talking about it briefly between games, you just played so much better, it looked in my eyes, uh, tonight than the way things went against Ogallala. Maybe that was the style of the game. Maybe that was the pep talk. It's kind of hard at 11 a.m. on a cold day like this on the last day of the year to have a lot of enthusiasm. But uh, your girls came out of the gate with a little pep today. Yeah, we, we, we came out strong. You know, defensively, we were moving well in our 1-3-1. Um, you know, kind of later in that first quarter, they started to hit some shots, and we kind of had to change what we wanted to do defensively. And uh, third quarter, we tried a couple things, and it just didn't work out. And like you said, they kind of went on that run and extended things a little bit out of our reach there. We talked about in the pregame, basically the key to the game was you were going to have to be able to break the press because you should have had the uh, advantage in the half-court offense because that's not where Kearney Catholic strength is, especially uh, having a lot of big posts down there. And really the way the first half played out, you didn't have to face their pressure all that much uh, in the game. And then they, they kind of realized what you were trying to force it inside a little bit or get it inside, and they kind of packed it in on you. But still, overall, uh, the girls uh, executed what they needed to. Yeah, we, we did a really pretty good job. And like, like you said, they do a really good job of putting pressure on our guards. Uh, we were trying to work it inside. And, you know, most nights we are going to have that height advantage, and we're trying to get some post touches and in-and-out games. Uh, but our guards have got to be able to get it in there. And Carney Catholic really did a good job there later in the game of kind of preventing us from getting the ball inside and uh, making our post entry a little bit more challenging. What did you tell the girls at halftime? Uh, I, again, I, mean, I don't want to overplay this. You were down 17, but you played well, and then you're down 17. So you want to win basketball games, but you also want to play well. So what was the message? Yeah, you know, at halftime we talked about trying a couple different things, um, you know, working on some us stuff, trying to cut into that lead. And, um, you know, we just looked a little disinterested at times, um, you know, whether it was that, like you said, 11 a.m. start or just some heavy legs out of coming out of this break and, you know, a game, day off, and then a game. Um, so, yeah, yeah. 
just some of the stuff that we didn't do that we needed to do. Defensively, uh, you kind of flustered Misek early on. She did get a couple of fouls, but she's the leading scorer for Kearney Catholic. Was that kind of a game plan to really uh, uh, focus on her? You, you know, she's good. You know, Kearney Catholic typically is going to have multiple good shooters. And, um, you know, when we're in that zone, we're trying to close out on shooters. And then we went to that man, and we just we just couldn't get set how we wanted to be set. You know, we just couldn't run it the way we needed to to be effective we talked a little bit about it on saturday but this run that you have coming now uh, after the first of the year eustace farnham has struggled out of the gate you kind of got either somebody like an overton or a pleasanton or you've got some teams that only have one or two loss or wins going into the holiday tournaments so uh again if they play like they did for maybe outside of the third quarter tonight this is a team that can get back to 500 what's the goal what do you tell these kids now yeah and and, and we've talked about that and we talked about it on what saturday there um our December stretch is challenging, very challenging. I don't know if there's very many teams in the state that have played a schedule like we have, um, but that sets us up for our January. You know, our January, we get into conference play, um, winnable games, but also some challenging ones in there. You know, Overton's playing really well, Pleasanton obviously playing really well, and then some others that if we don't play well, we can lose. But if we play the way that we can play, um, we'll set ourselves up for some potentially good wins here um, and then set ourselves up for conference play here. All right, Coach, we'll see you next year. Have right. a happy new yeah, year, Yeah, you man. too. Thank you so much. That's the head coach, Nathan Dietz, of the Amherst girls. They fell today uh, by a score of 63-37 to uh, 37 to uh, Kearney Catholic. They'll have Eustace Farnham at home Thursday and go to Overton Friday. Boys halftime. It is North Platte-St. Pat's 37, Amherst 20. We'll look at the numbers next. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in in you. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's take a look at the first half numbers. First off for Amherst, Kalen Rohde, two points, but he's had foul trouble. Josh Elo leads the way with 11 points, three rebounds. Colton Vavra and Jared Ivey have a rebound. Tanner Thompson, five points, five rebounds. Dominic Esperson, two points and a rebound. And Derek Jock has two rebounds. Six points in the first quarter, 14 in the second, 20 points, 13 rebounds. Two out of five at the free throw line, two of nine from three-point land, six turnovers, Rody with three fouls, Elo and John with two. For the Irish of St. Pat's, Tyler Ferguson, three points, a rebound, and a block. Corby Condon, three threes. He's got ten points and a rebound. James Roberts, two points, three rebounds. Patrick O'Neill, six rebounds. Nick Neeson, 18 points. He's hit four threes. He's got five rebounds. Charles Camp, four points, a rebound, and a block. And Alex Davies, one rebound. 
27 in the first, 10 in the second, 37 points, 18 rebounds, 6 out of 9 at the free throw line, 7 of 11 from 3-point land, 2 blocks, 6 turnovers. Roberts and Oftenkamp have 3 fouls. Davies and Neeson each have 2. At the half, North Platte St. Pat's 37 and Amherst 20 as the Irish scored the final 7 points there of the second quarter. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Update from Columbus, it's the Ohio State women leading the Nebraska women 44-38 to with just over six minutes to go in the third quarter of play. We're ready for the second half of play here at Amherst. Glad to have you along with us in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. We're bringing you today's Amherst basketball action. Carney Towing on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Third quarter, and it will be St. Pat's to get the basketball, leading it by 17 on a 7-0 run to end the half. Nick Neeson against the man-to-man. Out top, they'll go to Davies. The same starting five, Ferguson, Roberts, Neeson, Often, Camp, and Davies. And again, the Irish came out, ran and gun, shooting threes, and then tried to get into a half-court set that didn't do well in the second quarter of play. And it uh, took them a long time before they were able to get some points on the board. Those last seven coming over by the last 90 seconds of the half, and here they go again, trying to set things up. Both teams were in the locker room a long time. Neither was out here at the three-minute horn. Irish were in there about eight minutes and about seven and a half for for uh, Amherst. Here comes Roberts, eventually just drives, and we're going to get a whistle and a foul. Got hit on the arm, and if that's on Rody, he's got four. Let's see if that is the case. No, it is not, so Tanner Thompson will get the foul. A break there. At least a little bit of one for Amherst. And at the line to shoot two, James Roberts. He led the team with 17 Saturday, and that's just his third point of this basketball game. It is up and it is in, 38-20. to 20. And the second free throw on the way, and it is good. So Roberts hits both free throws, and Amherst will get their first crack, and they've got their same five. Roberts, Elo, Ivy, Thompson, and Esperson. Esperson dribbles strong to the right wing off a couple of screens up top to Elo. He's covered. Back over the left side to Rody. Rody brings it into the paint and traveled with a basketball. He drew the double team, tried to kick it out. And that'll be turnover number seven for Amherst. Amherst. 
wanted to get that three-pointer away. They ran it. Elo was open. Coaches say, go ahead and shoot that. So we'll see how that plays out next time that Amherst has the basketball. And he's taken a few shots from out there, too. Elo has their leading score. Left elbow off in camp. Lobs it over to the right side of the key to Roberts against this man-to-man here for Amherst. Neeson trying to slash through. They don't get to the wall. Davies, they'll rotate it and reverse it left side. Often camp up to Neeson. Back over to Davies. Inside they get it, and that time Often camp's able to grab it and put it up and in. So they spread it out a little bit farther, found a little more spacing, and that got Often camp open, and Charles now with six points in the game. 41-20, to 20, and the lead's right back up to 21, so what it's an 11-0 run for St. Pat's dating back to the first half. Rody ball fake, gets into the paint, 10-foot jumper, no good. Davies grabs the rebound. Amherst getting zero second-chance opportunities for the most part. Here's Roberts into the right-hand corner, back out to Neeson, got a look at a three, and he just doesn't miss. Nick Neeson has hit his fifth three-pointer. He's got 21, and it's now 44-20 to 20 with a whole ton of game left here. So give and go, Elo tripped, hits the ground pretty hard. He'll be okay and should get a couple of free throws, but it was a rough start to the first half. And second half against Ogallala. Also the first half and the second half here. And they're not going to give Elo free throws. They'll just say a foul on Tyler Ferguson. His first. Inbounds pass. Lobbed into the corner to Thompson. Back up top, Rody. Kalen's got an open three. He'll shoot it. It's no good. And the rebound brought down by Neeson. That'll be his sixth. Right down the middle of the floor it goes. Ton of a long three. Ferguson, my goodness, it is off the mark. But an offensive rebound back up and in by James Roberts off that missed three-pointer, and it's 46-20. to 20. A 9-0 start to the quarter. Amherst has not used a timeout. They still have a whole ton of them to use. Thompson into the paint, jump stop, throws it off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Neeson, his seventh outlet pass to Ferguson, right back to Nick. Can't get the three away, so he brings it into the paint, right between two players, and it's blocked. Nice job by Dominic Asperson to rip that one out of there. Here comes Colton Vavra into the game for Amherst. 4.58 remaining in the third quarter. 46-20. to 20. North Platte St. Pat's has scored 16 in a row. Inbounds pass. They get it to Roberts. He's bumped back to the free throw line, and he walked with the basketball. Turnover number seven of the game for the Irish. That hasn't been the problem. Each team, the exact same turnovers. Three in the first, three in the second, and each has one here in the third for a total of seven. Across the timeline, Rody Turnovers was definitely a problem against Ogallala on Saturday for Amherst. Irish trying to stay in the matchup here. And they're going to back it out. And as they try a back cut, the ball's thrown away. And the coach is just kind of shaking their heads and some miscommunication out there. So not executing what they had hoped to and drew up during the halftime locker room chat. With it is Ferguson between the circles to Davies. Lobs it into the paint often camp. He'll spin with the left hand, switch it to the right, and jumper is up and in. Good move by Charles often camp. Amherst actually had that defended well. Made him switch hands twice, and he still scored. And now just crashing into the lane. Elo throws it up, and finally some points on the board here in the second half for Amherst. But not after an 11-0 start by North Platte St. Pat's, 48-22. Midway through, quarter number three, exactly four minutes to go. Neeson to Ferguson on this New Year's Eve. Glad to have you along with us here on ESPN Radio at the Amherst Holiday Tournament. 
Kearney Catholic beat Amherst in the girls' consolation. The championships are still to come. Ogallala will play the St. Pat's girls and the Kearney Catholic boys. Three of those four teams are undefeated. The Ogallala girls have one loss, and it was to St. Pat's. Here's a give-and-go Irish in the paint, but stepping in, Kalen Rohde will make the steal. Rohde up ahead, and Elo again runs into the defender. He's going to get the blocking call. Free throws coming up for Josh Elo. Foul will be on Alex Davies. That'll be his third. Second of the half here on the Irish. Elo is two of three at the line, and he has 13 of the 22 points for Amherst. Make it 14 of the 23 as the free throw is up and in. Amherst didn't have anybody get to double figures against Ogallala. Esperson actually led him with eight. Second free throw on the way, and that's good. So Elo hits them both. 15 points for him, but 48-24, the Irish in total control as they have it doubled up here on Amherst. Try to put some trapping zone full-court pressure on the Irish. Break it down to Davies. He shoots. He scores. He's fouled. First bucket of the ball game for Davies, and he'll have a chance to add the charity chance. Second foul on Colton Vavra, and O'Neill will check in. Again, the Irish are playing. Oh, he's coming in for the shooter. Uh, The Irish are playing without Dolan Branch, a normal starter. Family had vacation planned, and we weren't supposed to be playing basketball today, and they crossed over. Free throw no good. Vavra will grab the rebound, his second. Up ahead to Elo, to Ivy. In the right-hand corner, Rohde, guarded there by Neeson, holds the ball. Back up top, they'll lob it inside Vavra. Turnaround jumper, hits the heel, no good. Rebound brought down by Often Camp. Again, one and done by the Broncos. Neeson slows it down as he brings it into the front court and three minutes to go here in the third quarter. Give and go underneath Condon. He got bumped. They're going to call it before the shot. And the foul will be on Jared Ivey trying to fight through that screen. Bumped into him and really knocked him almost over. End of the game, Daniel Rischel for Amherst. And Ivey will get a break after his first foul. So, Irish ball underneath their own hoop. Backdoor cut is there. Often Camp is fouled, and the layup is good. Six in the quarter, ten in the game for Often Camp, who will have his first free throw attempt of the afternoon. The foul on Josh Elo will be his third. So, he and Rohde each have three for Amherst. Still, Roberts and Often Camp and Davies all have three for the Irish, and the free throw is up and in. So Often Camp with a big third quarter already. 53 to 24. St. Pat's with the lead, and Esperson wants to take a shot. He drives the left side of the key, no good. Vavra does a good job to get the rebound, but cannot get the bunny to go back in the hole. And O'Neill will grab the rebound. And then a travel in the backcourt on the Irish. They got trapped there and didn't know what to do with it exactly. Here comes Tyler Ferguson and Trayton White into the game now for the Irish. North Platte, St. Pat's, when they get back from the break, they have Perkins County and Cozad next week. Perkins County on Friday at home, and then they go to Cozad, who's trying to do some damage over in the Elm Creek Holiday Tournament. Esperson went up to take the shot and then decided to pass it at the last minute. The ball's turned over, and here comes Neeson with it. Vavra had squared up to get the rebound. Underneath, wide open is going to be Trayton White, and they'll lob it into him. Neeson on the assist, and White, the sophomore in for the first time, is able to lay it up and in and get the bucket. 55-24, ball stolen away. Neeson comes up with it. It's a five-on-two, and Neeson leaves it off for Ferguson, who dropped it, and then has his shot blocked out of there. 
Getting a hand on that one was Josh Elo. A break that time for Amherst, although they don't take advantage of it. They throw it away on the fast break. Their 11th turnover. Derek John will come back into the ball game for Vavra for Amherst. 149 remaining in this third quarter of play, and it is 55-24 to 24 in favor of North Platte St. Pat's. Into the front court, they'll give it off to Corby Condon. Rotate it to the right side of the key. Lob it inside, trying to get it to the 6-4 sophomore, and White battling for it. We're going to get a foul called. Foul is on Rody, and there is number four on the sophomore, Kalen Rody. Two free throws coming up for Trayton White, who just made a bucket. And the first one is on the way, and it is short, no good. Checking in Thompson and Ivy again here for the Amherst Broncos. But Amherst only four points in the quarter. On the other side, it's been 18 for North Platte St. Pat's. Now the second free throw coming up. And this one by White is a little stronger but won't go. But an offensive rebound by O'Neill. He's got eight. Gives it back off to White. He can't make the jumper. And the rebound brought down by Derek John. Outlet pass to Thompson. Tanner will bring it into the front court. Switch to the left hand. Go back to the trailer, John. And they'll set things up here in the half-court offense. Opening the lane, Ivy drives and got bumped. Blocking foul going to be called on Trayton White. His first. Just the third team foul here on the Irish. Nick Neeson with a game-high 21 points. Checks out. Here's Esperson on the inbound up top to John. Derek, one dribble, gives it off to Rischel to the free throw line. He'll take the fade away from 17. No good. John with the rebound. Can't get it to fall. And the board brought down by Davies. So they did get a second chance that time, but... Couldn't get the putback to go. Under a minute to go here in quarter number three, 55-24. North Platte St. Pat's on top of Amherst. Rotating it around the perimeter. Up top with it will be White. He'll hold the ball right side of the key, trying to make the pass that Ivy steps in front of and steals away. Gives it to Thompson, three on two. Tanner going to take it all the way in, scoop it up, rolls off the rim, no good, but we will get a foul on the Irish. And it's on White, his second. Tanner Thompson to the line. Five points in the first half. Have his first free throws of the afternoon. Tanner steps up to the free throw line and hits it. Only one field goal in the third quarter for Amherst. That came from Josh Elo. They've hit three free throws trying to make a fourth one here. And Thompson hits them both. So it is 55-26. Irish... On top, Ivy trying to pick the pocket of Condon in the back row or back court, but can't get it. Over to Ferguson. Again, Ivy goes for the steal, not quite there. And a three-pointer by Ferguson is on the way, but that is off the mark, no good. Since that first quarter, the Irish haven't shot near as many threes. They were six of nine in the first quarter. They are two of five since that time. With a comfortable 55-26 lead, the final 20 seconds here of the quarter, Esperson just runs down the lane, throws it up, no good. Derek John on the offensive putback, it won't go. Then it's knocked out of bounds by the Irish. Esperson thought he saw a little daylight there, and it closed up in a hurry for him. 11 seconds to go. Inbound to Thompson, and he's fouled in the corner. Trayton White, sophomore, getting a little too aggressive, and he's got three fouls now here in his short appearance in the game. And the team fouls now even at five. 
Nine seconds to go. They'll lob it into Ivy. The ball's underthrown. Ivy went and got it, though, and then takes a shot in the lane from 10, bouncing around and in. Jared Ivy with his first bucket of the ball game, and that will be the end of the third quarter of play in the boys' consolation game at the Amherst Holiday Tournament, North Platte St. Patrick's 55, Amherst 28 on ESPN Radio. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission is not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. And welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here on Power 99. Doug Duda along with our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. We go to the fourth quarter of play. We're going to get a three-pointer by Josh Elo. It does not go. And a tie-up on the rebound between Tyler Ferguson and Jared Ivey. So, of course, the arrow will go to North Platte St. Pat's. And the Irish will bring the ball across the timeline. With it is Nick Neeson. He's got a game-high 18. The ball tapped away by Thompson. Run down to the backcourt that time by Often Camp. Trying to come out with a little more energy here in the fourth quarter and play hard. You can tell Amherst getting after it. Backdoor Davies got open, and Ferguson finds him. Davies will lay it up and in. He's got four points now in the game, 57-28. to 28. All North Platte St. Pat's, unfortunately. They got off to a quick start and haven't looked back. Amherst will turn it over for the 12th time. Up ahead to Davies. Davies will take it to the hoop. His short shot, no good. Rebound brought down by Rohde. Outlet pass to Esperson. Esperson brings it into the front court. Pulls up at the free throw line. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Davies again. Alex now with four in the basketball game. And they'll slow it up a bit. So Amherst will fall to one and eight, and for St. Pat's they'll be back to 500 at five and five. Here's Often Camp trying to drive around the defender, and he's going to be called for a carry. So that'll be turnover number ten on North Platte St. Pat's. Seven points in that last quarter for Often Camp. He has 11. Neeson has 21. 10 for Condon. 15 for Josh Elo. Seven for Tanner Thompson for Amherst. Six and a half to go in the game. 57-28, Irish leading it here. Inside, Ivy got free. He'll drive. He'll be fouled by Camp. Boy, the Irish haven't lost an Amherst player all day. They lost Jared Ivy there, and Camp commits his fourth personal foul. Tanner Ivy will, or excuse me, Jared Ivy will go to the line for two. Six of nine at the line for Amherst, including 4-4 last quarter, as this free throw is no good. Nine of 15, including three of six for St. Pat's at the uh, line, 3-6 in the third quarter of play. And the second free throw now by Ivy is on the way, hit the further end, no good. And the man that committed the foul, Camp will step up and get the rebound. 
Everybody has pretty much already got into this game. Right now, Neeson in the backcourt working too hard against Ivy. Ivy finally going to be called for the reach-in foul. And for Jared, that'll be his second. Each team with six fouls now in the second half. And St. Pat's will throw it in at midcourt, and Amherst going to get right up on them. They'll throw it deep to the backcourt, and Nick Neeson has it. Neeson with five threes in this game. Makes the pass over to Ferguson. He's open for three. He'll fire it. It's no good. And fighting for the loose ball. We're going to get a foul. This is going to be on the Irish. Rohde came out of there with a basketball. Or no. No, no, no. They're going to call it on Tanner Thompson. His second. So a one and one here for James Roberts. He's two of two at the line with six points so far this afternoon. And Roberts will put the free throw on the way, and it's good. 58-28. to 28. And the second free throw coming up for James Roberts. Takes a lot of time. It's on the way, and it's good. Eight points now for Roberts after getting 17 in the game against Carney Catholic. Up the floor with it is Josh Elo. Works on Davies. Off the screen, hands it to Rohde. Into the corner to Ivy. Ivy back up top. Open three. Straight away, Thompson, and he got it. Tanner Thompson with his second three of the ball game. He's into double digits with 10 points. 59-31, to 31, Irish. Full court pressure. Neeson to the backcourt. Dribbles it off a foot. The ball's loose. The Irish give it up. Underneath, they get it to Rohde. The layup is good. So five quick ones there for Amherst after they score only eight total in the third quarter. 59-33, baseball pass to throw it over the press. Now it's a three-on-two. Often Camp comes in. He's going to draw the blocking foul and two free throws coming up. Elo with his fourth personal foul. want to remind you to vote or at least nominate a athlete from one of your schools, whether it's yours or a neighboring town that you've seen that deserves the PlatteRiverPreps.com Athlete of the Month. It's the end of December, so we're looking for somebody who had an outstanding December, boy and girl. One boy and one girl will be receiving the Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Often Camp didn't get the first one, but he did get the second one, and he's got a dozen points in the ball game, and it's 60 to 33. St. Pat still 5:15 to go in the game. Coming down, Esperson coast to coast uses the left hand and scored. About every other time he went with the right hand, and they were ready for him. This time he went left hand, and his second bucket of the ball game, and the Irish the other way cannot make connection. They'll turn it over. The Nebraska women in a battle at Ohio State. After three quarters, Ohio State 53, Nebraska 51. And here a timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We are located where you need us, specializing in you. 5.05 remaining in the game. It is North Platte St. Pat's 60 and Amherst 35. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. 
Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Welcome back to Amherst. A big thank you to Athletic Director Ron Evans, as always, as we bring you some Bronco basketball from their holiday tournament. Carney Catholic Ogallala boys later on as Kalen Rohde out of the timeout. will hit a short jumper in the middle of the paint. His second bucket of the quarter. And over the top to break the press, Camp gives it off to Davies. Good ball fake. His five-footer answers right back. So once the Irish realize what Amherst was doing with the full court press. They've just decided to throw over the top of it. That time they attacked it and scored. And Elo trying to drive in. Loses the handle on a basketball. Turnover number 13 on the Broncos. Up ahead to Roberts. Roberts drives the middle of the lane. Jump stop. Throws it up. Not close that time. Ball tapped out to Elo. Elo trying to get down ahead of everybody else but can't. Stops and gives it off the last minute to Esperson who puts it up and in and draws the foul. So now a little playground basketball. It was so quiet in the second and third quarters for a long time. And now up and down the floor we go. Six points for Esperson. He has not been to the line. Second foul of the game on Tyler Ferguson. And a chance to complete the three-point play here for Esperson, who has five, four in the quarter, trying to make it five. And the free throw is on the way, and it is good. Seven in the game for Esperson. 62-40, to 40, North Platte St. Pat's. Corby Condon trapped in the corner, probably double dribble with a basketball, but they didn't call it. Now Condon brings the ball up the floor. He'll take it all the way in, draw some contact. Good no call. Ooh, then he hit the ground hard. And that's just because he got a little off balance. And he pops right back up. He's okay, but it will be Irish basketball tipped out of bounds by Amherst. When he missed it, he tried to jump right back after it and just threw his legs out from under him. Roberts with it on the inbounds, in the paint. Good job by Ivy. Won't let him get a shot away. Out to Neeson. Step back three, and this one is no good. One of the few that he's missed. Rohde will grab his second rebound. Outlet pass to Elo. Four minutes to go over on the right wing to Esperson. Back up top, Elo. All St. Pat's tonight. Ivy on the left wing. Ivy decides to drive into the paint, then kicks it into the corner. Thompson tries another three. It's off the iron, no good. Tip back, and we have got a whistle and a foul. This will go on James Roberts of the Irish, his fourth. And Dominic Esperson will go to the line and shoot two. 3.43 remaining in this contest. Irish up 62-40, and Esperson's free throw is going to make it 62-41. to when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats for you. Then we'll take a break while they play the girls' championship between St. Pat's and Ogallala. Then be back about 3.20 for the boys' championship. Might even be earlier, depending on how fast the girls' game moves. Second free throw, Esperson, no good. Nobody grabs a rebound. It goes off the Irish. Another chance here for Amherst. And we're going to get another timeout on the floor here by North Platte St. Pat's, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 342 remaining in the game. St. Pat's 62, Amherst 41. Even after 38 years, we still start early every morning in every Amigos kitchen to make the foods and flavors you love. We're chopping fresh vegetables, mixing Amigos' famous ranch dressing and salsas, slow-cooking pinto beans, steaming the rice, mixing up batches of homemade guacamole, and grilling the marinated chicken. Your made-to-order items start with real people making real food. 
it's not the easiest way, just the best. At Amigos, where made from scratch is our recipe. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Back here at Amherst with 3.42 remaining in the game, and the Broncos trailing 62-41. to They'll have the ball underneath their own hoop out of the St. Pat's timeout. Rody to throw it in, looking for Thompson. He's covered. Kicks it out of the wing to Ivy, three-point land. Comes into the paint, then kicks it out. That's what Jared does. He drives in, then kicks it out. They get it back to him for three all the way down and out. No good. Ivy, a good look. It just wouldn't fall off. Then Kemp will get the rebound. He wants to run. He wants some contact. He takes it all the way in and scores. 14 points now for Often Camp, 64-41. Baseball pass picked off. Coming out of there with it is going to be Roberts. Then he has it poked away from behind. Two players dive after it. Let's see what the officials decide. They're going to call a travel on Amherst. Yeah, that way there's no foul. You don't have to try and flip a coin to see who it was on. Amherst dove on it and slid with the basketball. So they'll give the ball over to North Platte St. Pat's. Good hustle both ends, but the Irish will have possession. Amherst just got so much this year, can't get out of the gate in the first quarter. They've been playing behind so much, and then it's a little too little too late. They were down 21, cut it to 10, and then the Irish scored 16 in a row from the end of the first to the start of the second and put it away, and we've been playing about that spread ever since. Davies on the baseline. Up top, Condon fakes the three, drives and kicks it back out top. Roberts and Condon play and catch. Finally, Condon shoots the three. Front of the rim, no good. They have missed five in a row after the hot start. Jared Ivey will get the rebound. Kick it back behind him. Thompson sets for a three. It's off the front of the iron, no good. Offensive rebound brought down by Esperson, and we've got a reach-in foul called on North Platte St. Pat's. And that's going to be it for James Roberts. He has just fouled out of the basketball game here with 2.42 remaining in the game. He had eight points, four for four from the line. Four rebounds. He led them in the close game against undefeated Carney Catholic on Saturday. He had 17 points in that 65-60 loss. And at the line is going to be Esperson to shoot the one-and-one. He's two of three in this quarter, and now he's three of four. He'll earn the bonus. So trying to keep it at least respectable right now. They had been down by as many as 31 Second free throw on the way, Esperson, and it is good. So eight in the quarter, ten in the game for Esperson, 64-43, and checking in now, Daniel Rischel. Here comes Doug Christensen and also Derek John. Back in the game, Esperson will remain in there, as will Rohde for Amherst. They'll put some full-court pressure on the Irish, trying to break the press. Get it to Condon. Long pass into the front court. They have a fresh face in Ethan Munson. He has the ball, tries to dump it underneath to uh, Trayton White, who played a little bit earlier, and it's off his hands and out of bounds. 2.32 remaining in the game, 64-43 St. Pat's. Here comes Rischel back to the trailer. Esperson, he'll take the pull-up three. It is too strong. Long rebound comes out to the Irish. Condon has it, avoids the double team, and gets it to Rischel. Daniel across the timeline, stops between the circles, Keeps the dribble. 
Waits for some movement. Gets it over to O'Neill on the right wing. Up top, they'll get it to Munson. Munson guarded out there by Christensen. Trying to fight his way off the pick. Over to Condon for another three-pointer, and that one is good. Corby with his fourth three, the first since the first quarter. And it is 67-43. to 43. Two minutes to go in the game here on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Rody for three. That one's off the mark. No good. Running down the rebound is going to be White for North Platte St. Pat's. To Neeson, who gets it over to Condon and then trying to get over there to get the steal. Rischel commits the foul. And we're going to start to see the benches clear. And some new players coming in here for the Irish. Joseph Heinings comes in. He's a sophomore. Joseph Hirings comes into the game. You've got Andrew Lindemeyer. He'll wear number 45. And Logan O'Malley will also come into the ball game. So a one-on-one now coming up for Corby Condon after the foul. He is one of two at the line. And the first free throw is on the way. And it is short, no good. Rebound tipped. Players on the floor. And then you're going to get a foul called on Derek John because Condon was going to pick the ball up and he got rolled over. Third on John, 10th team foul, so we are now in the double bonus, and Condon will be right back there at the line. And the first free throw is up, and it spins out no good. So a second one coming up. And it is on the way, and it is good. So the second free throw good for Condon. He's got 14 points in the game. He'll check out. And here comes Amherst. 68-43, a minute 30 to go in the contest. In the ball game is Ethan Elo. He'll give it off to Riley Adelung. Adelung in the game, kicks it into the right-hand corner to John. Back to the free throw line, Christensen. Wesley's got it, he'll put it up and in. Wesley just came in during that. Leia, or during that foul and uh, free throws, and he'll put it up and in, and now North Platte St. Pat's steps over the end line when they throw it in, and that'll be a turnover. And Amherst will get another chance. So both Christensen's, along with Riley Adelung, out to the three-pointer Elo. Ethan comes up short, offensive rebound, and another foul called. At that time, the rebound grabbed by Doug Christensen, and he'll get to go to the line and shoot two. The foul will be called on Andrew Lindemeyer. His first of the game. And the first free throw is up, and it is in for Christensen. So Doug will get a second one, and he'll hit it. Didn't take long. He just stepped up there and nailed them both. 68-47 is your score. As we play the final minute of this basketball game, Lindemeyer gives it off to Logan O'Malley. O'Malley gets it into the paint. Turn around, gets it underneath, and the short jumper is not going to go, but a foul is going to be called, sending Lindemeyer to the line with 55 seconds to go. So Coach O'Malley able to get all the way down the bench here in the last couple of minutes of this game. Fourth foul on Derek John, and the first of the two free throws by the junior Lindemeyer is on the way, and it's just off the heel, no good. He'll get a second one. New West postgame show coming up. Girls' championship will get started to touch late. Scheduled for two. It'll be closer to about 2.10. Second free throw now by Lindemeyer. On the way, and it is going to go. So Andrew gets in the scorebook here at the holiday tournament. 69-47.
St. Pat's with the lead by 22, and they've been right around that the whole second half. Front court with it is Ethan Elo. He gets caught with the basketball, turns it over, outlet pass into the front court, and it's going to be turned over. They were trying to get it down there to Hyrigs, and they overthrew him. Now Amherst will push it up the floor. Here comes Elo again. Bounce pass to the baseline of beauty, and the layup is up and in by Riley Adelung. Nice pass there by Ethan Elo, and it is 69-49. 30 seconds to go. Front court with it, Logan O'Malley. Both teams scrapping with it with their young second and third teamers. Give it off to Ethan Munson. Munson comes into the lane. He gets blocked, they're going to say, and call a jump ball. And the arrow will point the way of Amherst. Wesley Christensen blocked it and forced the tie-up with 16 seconds remaining. And up the floor they'll come. Down the middle of the lane, left-hand scoop shot, no good. Offensive rebound that time for Elo. Kicks it out for a three, and it's good by Derek John. And that will bring us to the end of the basketball game as the final seconds tick off the clock. The final score, the Irish of North Platte, St. Pat's 69, and the Broncos of Amherst, 52. Coming up, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. All the final stats stay with us here on ESPN Radio. At Stockman's Bar and Grill in Amherst, enjoy daily lunch specials. Plus, don't miss Friday and Saturday nights where Stockman's features their prime rib special, which includes a baked potato and salad bar, too. Stockman's Bar and Grill, Amherst. Good luck, Broncos. Five stations. 1230 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN. Carney. The Breeze. 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. At Aurora Cooperative, we have so much to be thankful for and celebrate during this holiday season. We know that without the hardworking farm families who believe in their cooperative and the people who work inside it, we would not be where we are today. Hi, this is Kevin Sagehorn, and on behalf of everyone at the Aurora Cooperative, we thank you for making us your partner in every season. We also look forward to the optimism that comes with the new year, and our goal is to bring that optimism to fruition for your farm and your family. Tougher together, Aurora and you. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers in Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. And welcome back to Amherst. It is time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care. No referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The sixth game of the Amherst Holiday Tournament is in the books, and it goes to the North Platte St. Pat's Boys, 69-52 to over Amherst. Amherst actually scored 24 points there in that fourth quarter of play. North Platte St. Pat's just jumped on them early. They hit six three-pointers in the first quarter. Uh, it was out 27-6. to Then you saw... 
a change in what Amherst did defensively, which changed what St. Pat's did offensively, and they only had three points in the first six minutes of the second quarter, and Amherst had cut the 21-point deficit down to 10, but then St. Pat's scored seven in a row to end the quarter to go up 17. They got the first nine of the third quarter and eventually took it all the way up to 31 before Amherst whittled it down here to the final 17-point margin. Up next, the girls' championship game. We will not be airing that for you, but we will be back with the boys' championship game between 3.15 and 3.30. With this starting a little later, it'll be about 3.30 as Kearney Catholic and Ogallala will play in the championship game. So uh, stay with us for all of that. That boys' game is a battle of undefeated. We've got all the stats for you, and we'll bring them to you right after this on the New West postgame show. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Husker football left you scratching your head? The Big Rack Shack and Carney can't help you with that, but they can help you with all your powder coating needs. With the area's largest powder coating oven, they can powder, well, just about anything. Whether it's automotive parts, lawn furniture, railings, ag equipment, they do it all. Give the Big Rack Shack a call today, 308-234-4464 for all your powder coat needs. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show. An update. The Nebraska women have a good fourth quarter, and they lead Ohio State with two and a half to go, 73-65 on the breeze, 94.5. Here's our final numbers. First off for the Amherst Broncos, nine different players scored. Kalen Rohde, six points and two rebounds. Josh Elo led the way with 15 points, 11 of those in the first half. He had four rebounds and one block shot. Riley Adelung had a bucket, two points. Colton Vavra, three rebounds. Ethan Elo, one rebound. Jared Ivey, two points, three rebounds. Tanner Thompson, ten points, five rebounds. Wesley Christensen, two points and a block. Doug Christensen, two points and a rebound. Dominic Esperson, ten points, three rebounds and a block. And Derek John, hit a three-point bucket, and had five rebounds. 13 rebounds in the first half, 14 in the second half, 
Free throw shooting, 2 of 5 in the first half, 10 of 13 in the second half. Three-point shooting, 2 of 9 in each half. Turnovers for Amherst, 6 in the first half, 9 in the second half. The Broncos had 20 points at halftime. They scored 32 in the second half, and Amherst finishes with 52 points, 27 rebounds, 12 out of 18 at the free throw line, 4 of 18 from three-point land, three blocks, 15 turnovers in the Amherst boys. After winning it last year, a bunch of new faces finished fourth this year. They are 1-8, and eight, and they will return home Thursday against Eustace Farnham. Then they're at Overton on Friday and home on Tuesday the 8th against Alma. Also want to remind you, we are back here at Amherst Saturday for the Amherst Wrestling Finals, as we always bring you, and we'll have that on Power 99 coming up on Friday. For North Platte St. Pat's, they had eight players score today, and they were playing without starter Dolan Branch. So Tyler Ferguson, three points, two rebounds. Trayton White, two points and a rebound. Corby Condon, 14 points. He hit four threes. He had three rebounds. James Roberts, eight points, four rebounds. Patrick O'Neill didn't score, but he led the team in rebounding with eight. Nick Neeson is your game's leading scorer. He hit five threes. He had 21 points, seven rebounds. Charles Oftenkamp, 14 points, four rebounds and a block. Alex Davies, six points, four rebounds. And Andrew Lindemeyer, had one point. 18 rebounds in the first half, 15 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 6 of 9 in the first half, 8 of 15 in the second half. Three-point shooting, the Irish were 7 of 11 in the first half, 2 of 7 in the second half. Turnovers, 6 in the first half, and 9 in the second half. The Irish had 37 points at halftime. They scored 32 in the second half, 69 points, 33 rebounds, 14 out of 24 at the free throw line, 9 of 18 from three-point land, two blocks, 15 turnovers, and St. Pat's improves to 5-5 five and five with a 69-52 win over Amherst. Up next for North Platte, St. Pat's. They will be home on Friday to take on Perkins County, who was 4-4 four and four going into the holiday break, and then on Friday the 5th, they head back this way to take on Kozad, who's off to a 6-1 and one start playing in the holiday tournament. In fact, the next five teams that they play, and that will take them into the conference tournament, all have winning records, none with more than two losses going in to the holiday break. We'll be back to wrap things up on the New West Post Game Show right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. 
Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. There's a lot of talk and worry about insurances these days. And a question like, is my doctor in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield is far too common. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery wants to let you know that we are and will continue to be in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield, along with many other insurances. With items like on-site x-ray, MRI, and casting and bracing, New West has what it takes to take care of you. Call New West Sports Medicine to schedule your appointment today. No referral necessary. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We're going to take a little bit of a break here on ESPN Radio as the St. Pat's and Ogallala girls play for the championship. And then we'll be back around 3.30 for the Battle of Unbeatens, Kearney Catholic and Ogallala in the boys' championship game here on KXPN, Kearney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We've got college football going on. Cincinnati leading Virginia Tech with uh, 13 minutes to go in the game, 28-24 in the Military Bowl. Just underway, Pittsburgh has a field goal and a 3-0 lead over Stanford. Uh, they are into the second quarter, 13 minutes to go. Uh, Oregon State and Michi- or Oregon and Michigan State just getting ready. Later, Missouri, Oklahoma State, Northwestern, Utah, and North Carolina State and at Texas A&M. Hope you have a great final day of 2018, getting you ready for a happy new year. We will move in and uh, be back at 3.30 with the uh, boys' championship game as Ogallala takes on uh, Kearney Catholic. Again, our two finals here today in the girls' game, 63-37, to Kearney Catholic beats Amherst, and in the boys' game, 69-52, to St. Pat's over Amherst. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you at 3.30 for the boys' championship. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit PlatteRiverPreps.com. Today, a queen of sorts.